0: the music the music of golden sun jared i think about it even just the basic battle tune the basic battle tune to to golden sun is incredible <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan.
0: And Birdie.
1: And Birdie, who's here Who you can her probably see
0: in the video at least a little a bit. A little bit,
1: at least her butt. At least um, her butt, <laughs> yeah. The thing is now that you've started petting her, she will now never leave.
0: Well, well. Hmm. If you
1: see me, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, people viewing, that if you ever see her walk up and like put her leg here up next to me... And I don't engage. It's not because I don't love my sweet puppy, Bird. <laughs> I just know that if I start, she won't stop.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> so I you'll see. be
1: petting her now the whole time.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> nope. Sorry, Bird. I hate you again.
1: See? See? See <laughs> oh, what you've done? Oh, no. See what you've done? <laughs> oh, it's She's taken terrible. She's taking to rub her head against your stationary she hand. She really
0: is. She's desperate, Jared. She just needs that love. Please. Oh, God. Now she see? I hate see? saliva. <laughs> see? You did this to yourself. I don't I'm even sorry. like dogs that much. Get away from me. I only like Fender. Well, she loves Be you. Be gone. Please, pet me, please. please. Go lay down. She's
1: like Tinkerbell. She'll die if you don't give her applause or love. But anyway. Anyways. We're back, everyone, Th- from a little, un- again, another unplanned hiatus. But hey, we're back giving you those fun, wonderful episodes about the games that we love. Uh, and going to be going more well, in our Well, so ABCs. I was thinking about
0: it, and I was like, the reason that we had to take a break is because I was out of state for quite a while, yeah. doing what is essentially a Patreon, like, giver's that's greet true. and greet. We, you sh-
1: you should have, like, we should have planned this better, and I just, like, tagged along.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would have been super <laughs> just funny. Just been like,
1: hey! Because, well, no, actually... I did too, in a way, because yeah, you, you went Bro to go Mogan. visit pe- people back back home and, and everything like that. I went to Sam and I went to Denver for a little getaway, and in the process, yes, met uh, the esteemed Dr. Pro Bro-Mogan. Dr.
0: Pro Bro-Mogan. Oh, his name's getting real long. I know. <laughs> and then I met a bunch of the other people that I've known for a long time, but that are also friends of the show. So yeah, it was pretty awesome. That's pretty fun. So, not sorry. Hashtag sorry, <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> well,
1: hey, if you want to be a friend of the show we'll along with everyone else, too. that would be awesome. awesome. <laughs> Set up a, 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 a world world tour. We got An listeners all over the
0: place. For $1,000 per month. I was about to say, that's, that's a, a little
1: bit steeper. Per month. Jack that up a little per bit F-K. more. If we make this happen.
0: <laughs> we'll come visit you in your hometown.
1: Oh, man. That would be a lot of
0: fun. That would be a lot be of fun. Yeah. Fun. So, anyways, if people want to give us $1,000 a month, I think we can make it work.
1: <laughs> we'll see what we can do. We can fit it into the budget. But hey, if you're here to listen to the Team Chat podcast, that's great. But if you listen to, the, you know, you can do that when new episodes are released on Thursday mornings across podcast services around the World Wide Web as well as a video version over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that in the description below. You can also find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our Discord server where we have a lot of great conversation about games and non-gaming related topics when we're not here recording the show. And finally... You can go over to teamchatpodcast.com slash teamchatpodcast. Just like Super Saiyan Ace, Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Ben W, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. Whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general Thursday release and access to a private channel over on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery. So go check out all that fun stuff whenever you get a sec. But if you can't do that, that's no big deal at all. We totally understand. Uh, You know, inflation and all that. (laughs) uh, But there are plenty of ways that you can support the show. No, because of inflation,
0: we need more money than ever. (laughs) Give (laughs) Moss.
1: But you can support the show for free, such as telling your friends, writing us reviews, subscribing wherever you listen to. Or watch the show. All that good stuff helps get the good word of Team Chat Podcast out there to the masses, and for that, we are incredibly grateful and thankful. And love each and every one of our viewers, listeners, and patrons alike. Heart emoji. Heart emoji. Now, before we get into it, it has been a few weeks. It's been a little bit. We got some catching up up to to do, do. both in terms of what we've been playing, video game news, but also fun announcements such as Extra Life twenty twenty two is happening for real this year. It's coming We're
0: going to do it. Well, We're it's always been it.
1: there. We're just actually taking part yeah. again. <laughs> uh, so we are going to do it, albeit a little modified. So Guys, we're,
0: we're getting old. We're getting
1: old. <laughs> we both have those stressful jobs.
0: We, we both <laughs> have jobs. We're getting old. The full 24, the full 24 hours, hours is daunting. 24 hours is hard. It's, it's being difficult. It's real rough.
1: So we're going to do a condensed stream on the day of Extra Life, which is November 5th. So the first Saturday of November. Uh, we will be doing our Extra Life day. We will not be doing the full 24 hours. We're thinking at least... At minimum, a twelve-hour yeah, stream. 12
0: we we might, might go a little bit longer
1: little. than that if we're just having too damn good of a time. Uh, but so yeah, be pay attention for that. Yeah. Keep a lookout for when we uh, make our team go live. Because as usual, if you would like to join in our fundraising efforts for Extra Life, because again, for those not familiar, Extra Life benefits Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, to help uh you know help sick kids yep. and so it's directly benefiting the kids go help the kids and uh but we will be sending out our team link so anyone who wants to like stream alongside us or with you know all that kind of stuff can do that and help uh, raise money for our own team goal but also you can just do it individually because uh and we'll probably keep doing stuff throughout the month as well as we have time
0: and, and all that jazz. You know, pencil it in because you're definitely gonna wanna be there. One of the things we've already promised That's that true. people know is gonna be part of the Extra Life lineup this year. The full Pa- smasher Pass of Hades the video oh, yeah. game. I'm really looking forward to That's that. Gonna That's gonna be like, a good time. Th- we've also got a couple of other really fun ideas uh, in in the background. So yep. we're not gonna post the full schedule quite yet, but look forward to a lot of really fun stuff. Yep. And again, yeah, if you want to join and you want a really early or really late slot to help us pad out the time, mm-hmm. uh, and if you maybe live in the UK and you are on a <laughs> different take that time that sweet <laughs> one
1: a.m. to <laughs> five a.m.
0: Want to take that one a.m. to five. <laughs> a.m. or <laughs> Father Mike <sighs> Shane we need you now. Triple XP
1: guys come on it's time yeah. to shine. <laughs> but
0: anyways if you want to join us please just you know hit us up on Discord Twitter DMs which no one ever does. Ooh, it, would, it would be, be weird if they did no, but I think that is cool. an open option.
1: <laughs> DM me they're open.
0: Okay well anyways <laughs> so yeah just hit us up we would love to have you join our team even if you can't stream on the day you know if, if like uh, Jarrett said we're going to be doing it on and off all month so if you want to be part of the team chat team even if it's not on the 5th go for it. we are happy to have you
1: yes we are so be looking out for more information about that but we will be doing it on Saturday November 5th so it'll be a good time
0: but outside one other small announcement just so that people remember that it's happening and if they even care they might not because the order 1886 isn't that good of a game. shut (laughs) up you haven't even played it yet you (laughs) don't even know I don't even know yet but I did promise that I would stream it so it's going to happen at the end of this month so Friday October 28th is when we're going to start I can probably knock it out in three days, Jared and I, I have kind so. of talked about. So we're going to start on Friday, continue on to Saturday, and then if I don't finish it Saturday, finish it out on Sunday. Oh, so, I'm so excited. Look forward for those streams. They're probably going to start around 7 or 8, 8, 8 p.m. Central Time, so pencil yourselves in for that.
1: Very exciting. I'm, I'm very excited for you to play. It's going to be fun, yeah. Also, I'm just, I've already started a timer as to how long you'll actually... Have the game in your possession.
0: Before yeah. you Yeah. It well, <laughs> it's been a, about a week already. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm
1: just giving you a hard time for those who don't. I'm know, just gonna keep the it very this first
0: time.
1: <laughs> the very first time I let Mogan borrow the game, I think she had it for like three years. Oh, and Oh yeah, I, I had it,
0: it for years. <laughs> Now I'm finally so going she's play committed.
1: It. <laughs> she's announced her stream We've schedule. Got
0: history, yeah. history with this game. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. It's I, be fun. I'm excited for you to get to play that
1: one. So yeah, watch out for her. Uh, the Order 1886 streams, and then our extra live streams the following weekend. It'll be a good time. before we continue on in our series of the ABCs of video games, because yes, that's what we're doing. We're here to talk about today. We gotta catch up though, because it's been a minute. A lot since, has happened. Hey, like you know, we went out and did our, our travels and all that stuff like we were talking about, uh and all that. We're back here ready to talk. But like obviously in that time, like it's been like three weeks since I've seen you. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> like, it's been a minute. So I think I know the answer to this already, but what have you been playing?
0: So you think you know the answer to that, but you really don't because even though it's already out, I have put precious little time into Overwatch 2. I ah, see that's Conversely, what I was thinking it was going to be. I've put a lot of time into Splatoon 3. Ah, it's nice. a great game. I will have to do a first impressions episode sooner rather than later because I've got quite a few hours into it already. So look forward to look forward to that at some point in the near future, but Honestly, Splat Three might be more fun than Overwatch Two. Yeah,
1: I mean, to be fair, we have been playing. And like, to be we fair, both
0: Overwatch Two has had some rough problems at launch. I mean,
1: but to be fair, it's Overwatch, and Overwatch is an established game with an established community with established. Pro- like, it's. I know they're calling, it, and yes, too. The I will even I'm even one who is like there are updates to this. I would rather call this like Overwatch Two Rather than Overwatch 2. Yeah. Because, like, it's got updates and they changed a lot of things. You know, now you can only have it's only the five stack of teams, not six. You can only have one tank per team. There are also, like, new modes, new maps, new, new, which, by the way,
0: that push robot mode, whatever you call it, what's it called? Push push that's they stole that from splatoon 3 really that's tower control <laughs> see like, i really
1: like that mode i know i like time. it
0: too tower control is really fun but i was like they stole it from splatoon 3 Yeah. so let it be known that Spl- i'm sure that mode has probably been around for eons but, probably. but i it's know it from splatoon 3 yeah.
1: so yeah so i mean yes it's still fun it's been in the time that i've been spending with it it's been fun to go back and play overwatch again because i hardcore fell off and hadn't oh, yeah. touched it in yeah, years neither of us um, also though quick aside to this as always hashtag f- fuck Bobby, Co- Bobby Kotick that didn't come off as clearly as I wanted it to but the message still remains the same Hashtag fuck Bobby Kotick. And anyway, and uh, Activision Blizzard in general too because (laughs) they still can't squash that last remaining bug of theirs that they had yet another uh, sexual misconduct allegation lawsuit thrown at the company within the last couple weeks as well. Incredible. So they're still remaining their stellar track record. Um, And Overwatch 2 is, uh, you know, also following in a not so successful string of another failed launch, I would say.
0: It's it's definitely having some, I mean, I'm not even going to call them growing pains because like you said, it's an established series. They shouldn't be having these like, problems at all. But the, so the, the meme, the meme bad thing was how like days, it took days mm-hmm. after launch for people to even be able to get in. Well, like the queues was were for the- 40,000 long, but yes, they got hit with a what's it called a DDoS, DDoS attack. attack,
1: which yeah. I personally was like for the, the 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 individual developer in person on their team at Blizzard and at, at, oh, Blizzard and Activision who worked on this game, I know that's incredibly frustrating. The company as a whole I could not help but revel in the sweet karma of that moment. That like their next big game just got utterly trashed at at launch.
0: I do also just wonder like, how is your cybersecurity not strong enough to be able to fend these off? Yeah, Like it, it makes me a little concerned about the integrity of their Of their data control, which is something else to be worried about because, you know, one of the biggest controversies about the launch is that they're requiring people to use a phone number to sign up now. Which I was able to get around because I'm one of the people that logged in within the past God knows how many months to be able to bypass that with my Battle.net account, which doesn't have my phone number connected to it, A+. Yeah, same. Which just means that it's possible for them to let people play the game without a phone number, so it just—it was
1: absolutely a—it po- was like a thing. It was definitely a, a tactic yeah, to get that involved. They're into like, saying that yeah. it's to
0: prevent Smurf accounts, but it's like, bitch, people that are going to make Smurf accounts are going to make them no matter what, yeah. and this isn't going to stop them. No, to me it reads as we want to be able to sell your data. So I think they just want to sell people's data. And I think that's what they want the phone numbers for conspiracy brain.
1: Well, and it's, and especially too, that they were able to so quickly turn it off.
0: Oh yeah. Like there was so much backlash. Then they were like, Oh, well, for select players who have Battlenet and connected within the past few months, you'll be able to bypass Whichever it. Which everyone was like, so "Okay." Why not? And the other controversy on top of that is that you can't—it can't be just any phone number. It has to be a contracted phone number. Yeah. So prepaid services like T-Mobile, Mint Mobile, Cricket—none of those are, are are qualified. And it's like, what do you fucking mean? Right. Who has a contracted phone plan anymore? I don't. I absolutely do not. <laughs> I mean, I, I have will a, never yeah. have it a contract. contract because they're it so. Oh,
1: gosh. I mean, I've had it for like Can years. you
0: get out of it? Oh, yeah. Well, can you get out of it right now? I mean,
1: it's with AT&T. So like I'm well, assuming you're probably good. Anyways. But, like, I don't
0: know. The point is I will never have a phone contract. And I know everyone else agrees with me except for you. So it's <laughs> BS that they're not allowing prepaid uh, phone accounts. Yeah. That's very stupid.
1: And the thing is, too, and I've seen articles come out. Post this since they don't seem so far to be wanting to institute that back into Overwatch 2, but I have seen articles that they will be trying it again with the launch of Modern Warfare 2 at the end of this month. So, problems not gone forever.
0: Yeah, don't love that. So no. anyways, there's a lot of stuff about Overwatch 2 that has honestly dampened my spirits on it and just Blizzard in general. I know. Like, I don't... Like, I like don't I was wanna... having fun
1: playing it, but at the same time, you kind of, like, always just have, like, a taste in it's the back like, of your mouth oh, and you're oh, just like... Oh, 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 yeah. I don't like this.
0: I will continue to give it a try, but even just the little bit that we played the other night, I was like, this is okay, but, like... Honestly, I'd kind of rather be playing Monster Hunter Rise or Splatoon Three. Yeah,
1: something that's going to and two because I haven't looked as in depth into it. I know Cody has, and he like the, the at the battle pass. pass and how just like
0: oh, terrible
1: it is. it is. There's no way bad. to gain currency in-game currency in it. Plus, they also like made currency from Overwatch One classic currency, which doesn't let you spend it in Overwatch Two. So, so I have like four thousand. Classic oh currency, God. and I didn't spend it in time, so I yeah. didn't get any. That, out of that. Like
0: you, so they did like <laughs> account merges, right? Yeah. So why didn't that pass over? Like that was just a choice again. That was you're just spend a money. choice. Yeah,
1: it, you're gonna. It's it's all that kind of stuff yeah. with it. Which I'm of the the uh, mindset, especially as microtransactions have gone on and become things. You know, the conversation of is our loot boxes gambling is a conversation for another time. They kind of are, but it's but with microtransactions in general my whole thought on those are yes they're not my favorite but also i don't i don't have to use them to play the game and enjoy the game if it's select things that i do want to spend the money on sure i will but it's not like the you know having a battle pass like that like i, I don't care I'm, I'm i also know that overwatch i'm not going to sit and like grind on my own like i would with apex or anything like that so i'm not going to get the battle pass for it anyway but it's just a lot of that kind of stuff too is still just like but you're still telling me even if i did there's no way for me to monetarily to gain an advantage monetarily in that like i can earn in-game currency like you can in apex like you can in wards like it like in all of the others so it's just like a lot stuff like that it's just like what what are you doing
0: it's just weirdly implemented like the whole thing it's just worse like it's a worse battle pass for the end user yeah than any of the other modern games that implement a battle pass. Yeah. So it just doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make sense at all.
1: So we've been playing Overwatch for better or worse. Like if you guys have, if anyone out there has any... Yeah, let uh, us know your uh, thoughts. Let us know your thoughts. Because if you're having a blast with it, like we'd love to know that too. It's just uh, an interesting theme that just like, huh, that for what should have been a big deal, because the first Overwatch was a big deal, oh, yeah. not only for gaming in general, but for us. Like it yeah, was like one of the first absolutely. games that... Because I want to say it came out within the first like four ish months of the show. I think we started. So like, yeah, Zach and I had to talk you into getting it. I remember. Then you were like,
0: "Oh my god, this is great!" Yeah, it's the best. And then like
1: that was what I was playing with you and Brobogan and Cody on for the very first time. So it was like, you know, it it, it was, was our very first key. big
0: social game together.
1: Exactly. So like, I wanted Overwatch two to have that. And, I mean, we have other games now that we all play together and stuff like that. But still, like, Overwatch 2 was going to be kind of, a, like, returned in nostalgia for us. And it just kind of, like, fell flat. So yeah,
0: I don't know. We'll see. we'll see. We'll see, like, in a couple months, how do we feel about it? Are we still playing it? So. Give them a little well, time
1: because, who knows, maybe yeah. they'll course correct on a few of these things and, you know, make some better, better choices with how they want to implement certain features into the game and stuff like that. But, yeah, for now, it's kind of just a... Huh, so this is Overwatch. This is why Papa Jeff left.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so that's Overwatch 2.
1: That's Overwatch 2. But anyway, let's move along now, everyone, to our ABCs of video game volume whatever, but it's letters P Q. And are
0: And we'll go on ahead and be upfront with everybody. Neither of us have a cue. I don't have a cue. We just don't. Like there's <laughs> no game that exists that either of us have played that we can think of yeah. that starts or even includes a
1: cue. Like again, I kind of thought about doing like a, a special like uh like with my in. I didn't have an in, but I talked about No Man's Sky. Yeah. Which quick side note there, I have to go on the record and say I said something in that episode that aged poorly. Cool. It aged like milk. What happened? I said that I don't know if Cyberpunk will be able to pull a No Man's Sky. Oh. Literally that weekend, the Cyberpunk Runners anime came out well, on Netflix. So I would
0: argue that Cyberpunk 2077 didn't pull a hell of... It, they didn't. It's not, but it's like... In the the it's anime in the made it popular yes. again. So and the now anime there's people is going good. The game has not changed. I'm still playing the game. I'm
1: actually 10 hours in on my on my current playthrough of it. And it's pretty fun. Like, I'm having a, re- a good time with it. The story is way more... like. I, I'm it's like a way more interesting turn than I was anticipating it being. Uh, I figured out in my first playthrough when I first tried playing it on the PS4 when it first came out, I didn't even make it to the title card.
0: Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's impressive. So I at least made it to there. Wow, incredible. Uh,
1: and all that stuff. So it, once you get past the title card, a lot of stuff opens up in a game. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. <laughs> you don't think about it that much. Uh, but yeah, so I've been funny. having fun with Cyberpunk. Good. But still, uh, yeah, it hit massive player numbers after the anime came out. Yes, that like revitalized the interest in it. Uh, plus they have like some in-game tie now to the anime. So it's like, it's doing some things and making a course correct, but it was very funny. Like I wanted to make a video that was like me saying that then do the Kirby Enthusiasm music <laughs> over it. Because like, I'm dumb That's and funny. don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But anyway, our ABCs up until now? Uh, let's just give a quick refresher. Oh, yeah. uh, mine are... A, Assassin's Creed 2, B, Bioshock, C, Control, D, Dark Forces, E, Edith Finch, What Remains Of, (laughs) F, Far Cry 3, G, Grease, H, Horizon Zero Dawn, I, Infamous, J, Jedi Fallen Order, K, Killzone, L, The Last of Us, M, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, N, No Man's Sky, and O, The Order, 1886
0: yes and mine are a animal crossing new horizons b black book c chaos legion the game no one remembers (laughs) d dishonored e evil zone f folklore g gravity rush h hollow knight i indivisible j journey k kirby air ride l the legend of dragoon the best game of all time m minish cap comma, The Legend of Zelda, <laughs> and Nancy Drew, nice. Oh Octopath Traveler.
1: Very cool, very cool. Well, why don't you start us off then?
0: Yeah, because I've got a really strong P, and Ooh. this this is one of the games that I penciled into my list when we had this idea. Oh, nice. Because I was like, this is my opportunity to talk about a series that. I haven't been playing currently, and when I say currently, I mean within the past five to eight years, basically as long as we've had the podcast, because I only played the older games, but I remember them very fondly, and I think about them all the time, and the music slaps, so I listen to the music on YouTube constantly... It's the Professor Layton game. Oh, yeah! Good you have not talked about a Professor nope. Layton
1: game in a long it's time. It's
0: been a very long time. Yeah. I can't even remember in what context we would have talked about Professor Layton. Like I know if we've yeah. mentioned it in passing. Maybe puzzle games is because oh maybe it maybe was puzzle games. We talked it about had puzzle have games been.
1: years ago. Yeah, at this it point.
0: would have been an old old episode. Yeah. but yeah, that makes perfect sense. I definitely talked about one of the Professor Laytons probably during that episode. Who knows which one? interesting question but the original three professor layton started coming out for the ds because these were exclusively nintendo ds titles a heck a long time ago and unfortunately <laughs> did i close all right i didn't close it out Woo! when did the first one release 2007 wow. that's how long ago the series started coming out now i didn't start playing the professor layton games until I think the third game was released. And the third game is Professor Layton and the Unwound Future. And I played the game. So the first three are kind of the, um, the main trilogy. So it's Professor Layton and the Curious Village, Professor Layton and the Diabolical Box, and Professor Layton and the Unwound Future. I played Unwound Future first. Mm. And then I think I went exactly in, rev- in reverse. I think I did three, two, one. And then eventually more games started coming out. So I think I've played the fourth game to completion which I believe was the last Spectre. It might not be. I don't exactly remember if there was a middleman game in there. And then I played but did not complete Phantom Mask, Phantom Royale. It had something to do with like, it looked like Venice, but it wasn't. And there was a man in a mask. (laughs) I don't remember. Phantom of the Opera? Oh, God, it could have been. And I didn't finish the game, so apparently it didn't grab my attention as much as the original trilogy did, which the original three Layton games are fantastic. So if you're unfamiliar with Professor Layton, it is a pure puzzle gaming experience based around the poirot slash sherlock holmesian figure of professor layton so i believe that he's a professor of architecture i want to say at some mythical england university you know who knows which one of it, it is Maybe her it's majesty's
1: a... university of architectural that studies that
0: sounds exactly correct yes her <laughs> majesty's <laughs> university of architectural studies all right is the Queen. He english he actually might not be no because luke sounds real british Yep. Anyways, we don't we don't have to split hairs <laughs> on it. It doesn't matter. I'm going to pretend he's British in my head because he wears a heckin top hat and it's a tall so top hat too. Professor Layton has one of the most recognizable silhouettes of kind of any character that I can remember that I can bring to mind immediately, as do most of the cast, because it has a very distinct art style. So it's sort of this cartoony. Like almost um, cell shaded look, where the game itself is, or at least the first three games, are 2D. So all of the characters are 2D hand-drawn, all of the backgrounds are these beautiful hand-drawn backgrounds that you get to explore around town, and all of the character designs are that sort of wildly imaginative uh, sort of shapes, just random shapes smashed together to make these really colorful casts of characters, which I love. Anytime that kind of aesthetic happens in movies, I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. And anytime it happens in games, A plus is all around for me. 10 out of 10 would recommend. It reminds me a lot of Wind Waker. I'm sure just because of that sort of storybook, cell shaded uh, aesthetic. Yeah,
1: pushing them in my head, they do look a lot alike.
0: But but they are like if you looked at they're them. Sa- yeah, if you looked at them side by side, you'd be like, what the fuck are you tired about these are two completely different games? Obviously, yes. But they <laughs> but they're the same. The in influences my heart. Are, are similar. I'm sure it also has something to do with the fact that Layton didn't st- Layton started coming out. Kind of soon-ish after Wind Waker did on the timeline, you know, that mid to late 2000s vibe. But so the games follow the adventures of Professor Layton and his trusty sidekick, Luke, last name unknown. Does he have one? We'll never know. <laughs> he might. I just I just never know, have known what it is. So Luke is like an actual young boy. He's like maybe I wanna say 10 or 12, mm-hmm. like in that 10 to 12 range, but he's incredibly smart for his age and he idolizes Professor Layton. So he's like his little plucky side, sidekick that tags along with him and helps him solve mysteries. Where are Luke's parents? Why isn't he in school?
1: Child labor. Why is, he, why is he permitted to just <laughs> go
0: around like nothing is weird or wrong or different in these lands? And it's like, okay, I guess, I guess he just doesn't go to school. Is he on summer break? He's truant <laughs> yeah, just constantly. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? But it's very charming. And Professor Layton's whole vibe as a person is the gentleman. He's a soft gentleman like he never raises his voice. Mm -hmm. He never gets angry. Mm -hmm. He's always composed and refined and always on the case. So you follow Professor Layton as he investigates whatever flavor of the day crime is going on. In Unwound Future, it has, as the name would imply, it has a lot to do with time travel. Mm. And to be perfectly honest about at least two of the games, Curious Village and Unwound Future, I could not fucking tell you what happens in the story. At this <laughs> point, I truly do not know. I just remember that the ending of the third mo- the third game was very sad, actually. Oh, really? So it was a real tearjerker. Uh, the The games actually have a very bittersweet vibe to them overall and in, in at least with their stories and their endings. The first game, a Ferris wheel comes off the hinges and rolls through town and incredibly doesn't kill anybody, but it was all part of the villain's plan, question mark. Anyways, nobody dies, so I guess it's fine. Well, that's
1: kind of an <laughs> anticlimactic thing for that villain. Then. His grand plan really <laughs> yeah. went off great. He,
0: he's one of those like <laughs> giant mustachioed villains, too, so it's excellent. It's like, what a loser you are, but your mustache is excellent. Yes, it and twirls
1: then, the end as he thinks of his yeah. plans. But yeah. the
0: second game might actually be my favorite out of the three because it features just a truly... He's not a vampire, but he gives off Big vampire Ooh. vibes villain. And it's got the most um, kind of gothic baroque setting. And you're like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening? Like diabolical box? What's diabolical Ooh. about it? Yeah, it's, it's like themed around this mysterious puzzle box. And you have to, you know, figure out how to get to the villain and whatever in the box. And whatever. We don't have to talk about it too much. <laughs> because I frankly don't remember the details. <laughs> but the puzzles are really sort of the main driving force that gets you through the game sure and you get them from everywhere you talk to any random person on the street to like kind of interrogate them for details about your case and they'll be like oh well i can't help you right now i'm stuck on this puzzle and you're like well fucking i'll solve it for yeah, you then. This damn puzzle. <laughs> so you just go around and solve this incredible incredibly diverse library of puzzles and the professor layton games were uh ideated from the director's love of i think a very famous and long-running series of puzzle books mm. in japan okay so it's like he just wanted to take the concept of puzzle books and copy paste them into a video game and make it incredible and that's exactly what the professor very cool. layton games are so they are stunningly well voice acted the music is Off the charts wonderful. If you think the the accordion isn't cool just you uh,
1: wait who doesn't until
0: you coins. listen cool. to the Professor Layton soundtrack the puzzles are extremely clever in how they tie into the capabilities of the DS and later the 3DS they did some really cool fun stuff with those they are incredibly challenging at times yeah. I have had to use walkthroughs but thank god there is a built in hint system so you can use these things called hint coins to kind of scale your way up to a solution but even then you might need some extra help because the game doesn't exactly hold your hand mm-hmm. and they have some of the most fun mini games ever. The, the one in Diabolical Box is especially fun. You go around and have to puzzle your way to figure out what specific blend of tea people want. And then you just make tea for them. Very I nice. That. 10 out of 10. That's cool. The Professor Layton games are incredible. I've long thought about finding an emulator to try and stream them. Very cool. So maybe in the near future that'll happen. Maybe we'll make it like Once you finish
1: all the Nancy Drew mystery games. Yeah,
0: well I've already finished them. I'm oh. already incredible in <laughs> the Nancy Drew games. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Professor Layton is some of the best puzzle games out there. And if you still have a 3DS or a DS and you haven't played the Professor Layton games, go find them. You can find the cartridges used all over the place they're probably not super cheap if you can find them used, um and they're incredible. So, play Professor Layton, some of the best games you will ever play.
1: Very cool. Well, my P is another one that like I was like, "Oh yeah, duh. This is the game I got to talk about for P." Do you have any guesses?
0: It's probably not The Legend of Zelda: Phantom Hourglass, no. a game I did think about talking about, but I didn't. A P. Is it do you think it's one I would know?
1: I've talked about it multiple times before, but it's been a while since I've talked about it.
0: Pori and the blind Porrest.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, probably not.
1: No. I don't know why I it's always think porter, it's 1886.
0: No, the just Porter, eighteen eighty-six. The Porter. No, no, no. God, that would be funny. It
1: it is another great entry.
0: (gasps) Pyre. Yes. Yes. It is another great entry
1: in Super Giant Games' catalog. The makers of Hades. Uh, But they came out the game before Hades was Pyre. Uh, And it came out, I believe, in 20.
0: I'll say seventeen.
1: Seventeen is what I'm thinking.
0: The, I've I feel got like that was up. the era of Jarrett that talked about it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> there've been so many of those eras over the years. I yeah, feel like that uh, was hat on, That
0: was hat on headphones on Jarrett. That was a different guy
1: <laughs> with hair. <laughs> you know, with long hair. glorious locks in twenty seventeen. Uh, oh, but boy. no, so Pyre by Supergiant Games. It's uh, it was a very fun game for another reason uh, for a lot of reasons. But it's number one being it's fusion of several different of like RPG like in a lot of different ways in, in like how you would level up your characters you, should care, you would have a party your party would be leveled up as you progress the game unlocking different abilities and statistics and uh, you know You could buy, like, accessories or, like, you know, gifts to give them. That would increase their... Like, it has a deep sort of
0: management system. Yeah, it has a
1: lot of that that to it. But then it's also super giant. So it's getting an incredibly beautiful art style with incredibly crafted characters uh, across all forms. And it's, like, there are these... Like, it takes place in a... It's, like, high... It's a high fantasy game. Uh, taking place in what i would assume is like a medieval period in this in They
0: don't have cars. N- is no. the shorthand yeah. for what you're, type you're traveling you're there. around
1: in a big fancy wagon, you know oh, what gotcha. i mean? <laughs> and, and but it's also like a so basically like the background for it is that you are you're a, an exile. There are all these these like there's this big like overarching uh I believe it's a religious thing like that like is kind of like in control of this land. And there are all these different factions and nations within it who are all fallen at one time or another under the control of this place. And if you break the laws, you do something bad, you're one of their enemies, you get kicked out. You get exiled. And that's where your main character, you find yourself you're picked up by a band of these tra- of traveling exiles and you join up with them. And basically because the whole point of this is is that once you're exile, you can get back, but you have into the, into the good graces of society, but and of this this like of this empire, commonwealth, whatever, but to do it, you have to complete a series of trials called rights. And then if you are able to be successful, then you are able to return. So the whole point of this game is that you're traveling throughout this land, going to different areas, collecting resources, training your your party members, finding new party members. But the whole big point of this, so you've got that big RPG-ish element to it. But what really makes this game interesting is then when you actually have to take part in the rites. Because you will find other groups also trying to complete these rites to get out of exile. And when you do, you have to do what is called a rite to be able to battle them basically for position to move up in the in these in these contests and so uh what the the rights do is it's then three two teams it's you with a team of three and your opponent's team of three and it takes place in basically like an arena a sports arena if you will because the whole point is each team has a pyre a a burning pillar of fire that they have that the other team has to try to throw this glowing orb into all of your your three team members have different abilities. They can be like slow but more tanky so they like have uh like maybe they can throw the ball farther. one a smaller like there's you have a dog a dog ish character. Uh, Rookie, I believe is his name, who can like do like speed dashes and go really fast. Then you have like you're just middle of the road, like kind of good at everything characters and stuff like that. Some can fly, some can do all these different things, and so you basically do go through a real time battle where you're basically playing soccer slash basketball.
0: Yeah, I remember you describing it as basketball. Yeah. So that is always how I've I've remembered it in my where
1: mind. you're throwing the orb back and forth to your teammates. You're like trying to dodge. I like you know you can even like throw it all the way across the field the, across the. Arena. To like an empty area, and then like select one of your other characters and move them over to it, you know, so you can try to like fake out the opponents. But what's interesting is you can only control one of your characters at a time, so you gotta be really careful about your movements and stuff like that. All of the characters on the board during these rights have a aura that's around them that surrounds them at their feet. If you have the ball, or even if you don't, and an enemy's aura like intersects with yours or maybe it is only when you have the ball there, they go away and they're like taken off the board for a while. And then they like re-enter after a certain amount of time. So, you know, depending on that, do you sacrifice one of your players to get like one of their bigger, heavier players off? So it gives you a chance to like work around and circumvent. It presents a lot of interesting gameplay possibilities. So, that takes up the main core of this game is going through these different rights. It gets, as you get through the game, obviously there are harder and harder opponents that you I face. I feel like I
0: remember you saying that the end game was quite challenging.
1: I like, because here's what's, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but, but um, for the end game. But you do realize at one point in the game, there's only so many chances to get everybody, all of your party members out. And I don't even actually know if it is possible. To get them all out. Gotcha. Because what happens is if you go through and you successfully complete a series of rights, you don't your whole team doesn't get to suddenly be back into the real world and back in exile back out of exile. You have to choose.
0: Oh, just one of them? Yeah. Oh. And then
1: so then it becomes the better you do you're also then losing your team.
0: Oh man. See? So it like oh, throws gosh. a lot of like a lot of
1: stuff into it.
0: Moral complications.
1: It is. But then it's kind of fun cuz like you'll like hear from them when they're back on the other side and like you know they'll send you messages back to the group and be like,
0: "Hey, I'm doing fine
1: over here," you know. And so there's it's just it was so unique. You know, Supergiant, you know, they have they've all of their games have have had a very unique feature to it and stuff like that. But I feel like you know and obviously like Hades blew up and was huge for being the dungeon runner that it is but Pyre just is so unique in gameplay the influences into games that it has like i feel like you just got to go check it out it's also not a very long one um 20ish hours maybe it's the not,
0: perfect yeah, amount it's, for a game it's not very big at all
1: <laughs> but on. it is just Super fun. The rights are super challenging. can be very fun to, like, figure out your best teams, your best combos. But then it's like, but then later into the game you go that, you know, a Hitch gets thrown into that because then suddenly you, like, you may have, like, sent your best teammate or highest level teammate out into, you know, back into the society. And it's yeah. just like, oh, man. So really planning all that different stuff out uh, creates for some really interesting gameplay. It's also fun because it does have a couch co-op head-to-head mode of the rights where you and a friend can play can play the rights or you can go against them with um, just against the computer team like you would during the actual single gotcha. player campaign itself. Similarly to Hades, you can also unlock modifiers that will make the game more difficult, but give you better rewards, oh. you know, in different ways and stuff like that. So it's just really cool game. It's just super fun. And like you were saying with Professor Layton, and again, because it is a super giant game, the soundtrack is so good. Yeah, it slaps. It's so good.
0: I just know, like, Supergiant, in my mind, the thing that I always think about when I think of their games is that they have a creativity and a mastery of their color palettes that I rarely see in other games. beautiful. They're just, from a visual spectacle, just the way that they combine their colors, which sounds so basic, you're like, color combinations, they do it in a way that I... Their games are visually stunning. Well, look at the the cover, the box art. Pile. Yeah, I mean, even like, just the box art, like deep, I think deep, about this colors. all the time, and yeah. it's like, why can't other? Why aren't other game companies doing this? Yeah,
1: but then like you know, it's very similar too, and like how you interact with your characters is very similar to how you do in Hades, like yeah. where it's the still image with like the text that comes up. I don't even think. It's not even like in Hades where they're fully voice acted. It's more just like they'll make like the the voices (laughs) and the stuff, which speaking of fun fact, did you know that Zagreus in Hades is voiced by the composer, Darren Corb? No,
0: I did not. Yeah. You want another quick fun fact? Sure. Fun facts. So the voice of Luke from professor Layton is voiced by Lonnie Manella, the one who does Midori in evil zone. Really? and a lot of other stuff huh. she oh and nancy drew she's the voice of nancy drew that's cool so the voice of nancy drew also does luke from professor Layden and midori from evil zone that's two cool. other games on my list that's really cool incredible 10 out of 10
1: but the character bios that it shows in Pyre are are their art style is very similar to how they are even in hades like yeah. um here's one of the cool characters that you meet i think very be, at the very beginning of the game joe dariel
0: yeah, this guy slash girl is sexy. Yeah, what what a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I do feel like Supergiant must have taken the feedback that they got from Pyre and realized like, hots only. Got yeah, it. Yeah, we need to make people, everyone <laughs> We, we need to make a game of only smashes.
1: <laughs> and which, Hades was born. <laughs>
0: good for them. They nailed it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Pyre fantastic game uh i i know it's been a minute since i talked about it but this doing the research for it and looking back at it for to talk about it here kind of me be like is it time for another is playthrough?
0: It time for a replay it might be
1: <laughs> because like i said it's pretty quick yeah. so you can get through.
0: i have to say that uh colder weather and like chilly rainy stuff oh. is the vibe for Professor Layden, like this time just of year, just the vibe for gaming. Yeah, it's just. It was so
1: vibe. hard to focus on work today. Yeah. Do you understand?
0: <laughs> it was well, like cold and rainy here I today to say, for the first time ever. Not Splatoon. Nothing could be farther from the truth of Splat. Splat oh, is that's... summer vibes. Yeah. Splats is suns out, guns out, chilling with your friends on the beach, <laughs> playing <laughs> Sploon. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. But anyways, let's have it here nor there.
1: Yeah, so good times all around there in Pyre. Yeah. Okay, so we don't have a queue.
0: So what we decided instead was to do honorable mentions. So we're just going to talk about other games that we weren't able to discuss in any of the previous letters, correct? Correct. Right. Yes. So I will talk about my honorable mention, which I wanted to talk about anyways in G and forgot. Hmm. And I accidentally talked about Gravity Rush instead. My bad. <laughs> it, was, it was on my list and then I forgot. Golden Sun. Oh, yeah. My favorite game boy advance game ever so golden sun is a you've heard me talk about Mm -hmm. it before if you've listened to the show for a very long time golden sun is an old as fuck game i don't know when it came out probably 2002 maybe 2003 right around there uh gba game traditional jrpg it follows the tale of Isaac.
1: I, I was going to say, I Isaac. can't help you. <laughs> like, Everyone, your podcast feeds did not just cut out right there. We're not buffering.
0: He's so <laughs> generic. Like, I could never think of his name because he's so generic. But Isaac is your protagonist, and he is joined by his friends Garrett, Jenna, and eventually they pick up oh. Ivan. That's his name. Eventually, they pick up a kid named Ivan. But your core three are Isaac, Jarrett, Jarrett, Garrett, or Isaac. I'm I'll in just, the game. I'll just call him Jarrett. Sports. sports. I'm it, in, it, the <laughs> in the game. <laughs> Isaac, Garrett, and Jenna come from a small town called Vale, which is sort of like a hidden village in the mountains. And the reason that they're sort of hidden from the outside world is that they are users of something that they call, I think they call it Force, which is basically just telekinetic powers. Mm-hmm. They have powers that the rest of the world does not have they can essentially move objects with their minds they can start fires they can create wind they can do all sorts of stuff that nobody outside of them can do because they live under the shadow of this mountain called Mount Aleph
1: again I have no help Oh, that might
0: actually be correct (laughs) I think it's Mount Aleph but Mount Aleph is essentially like this mystical mountain that is that holds the essence of the elements the Mm. essence of water fire earth and air So they're sort of the protectors of this mountain, in in essence. But some baddies roll into town. What they tend to do. Some traditional... Rocket Power, Jesse, not Rocket Power, Team Rocket, some traditional <laughs> Team Rocket, Jesse and James looking motherfuckers, but they're actually evil and kind of good at their jobs. Uh, they roll up and they're like, oh, bitch, we want the power that's in that mountain and we're going to figure out a way to do it. So they bust into the mountain and you and your plucky group of friends are like, oh, shit, what's going on up there? So Like, things are not right. So you and this old dopey professor all go up there together to investigate. You find out that shit's going down. TLDR, the mountain explodes, releasing the essence of the four elements into the rest of the world. So chaos ensues and you and the rest of your crew have to go out, venture outside the, the confines of your mountain paradise and go collect back up these essences and activate the elemental towers. No, wait you are trying to prevent, <laughs> wrong, <laughs> very <laughs> wrong, you are trying to prevent the activation of the four elemental towers because some shit's gonna happen and I guess the world is gonna end if you don't. Yeah. So along the way, you collect up ba- what are basically the um, embodiments of the elements called Jin. D-J-I-N-N, okay. uh, which is loosely based off of the djinn from, I think, Middle Eastern mythology.
1: Yeah, like a genie, yeah, right? Yeah, like
0: genies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but djinn are, tradi- like they're not like genie from Aladdin. <laughs> it's yeah. different. They're they're real scamps. Uh, and the djinn are adorable. Their designs are wild, but they are so cute. And they all kind of have a little bit of personality to them. So they're the, I think there's maybe, maybe 10- I think there's approximately seven to ten djinn from each element and you never know when you're gonna come across one. You might be running around the overworld of the map and you just happen to run into the right spot in a forest that triggers a random battle and it's a djinn and you're like, oh shit, I'm <laughs> shit's going down! Or maybe you go into one of the villages and you're exploring and you're talking to people and then you see that up on one of the ramparts there's a fucking djinn up there and you gotta go figure out how to get it down from there. Some of them will happily join you. And they're like, wow, you look cool. You like fire? I like fire. I want to fight with you, buddy. And you're like, fuck yeah, get in here. Others are like, fuck you. I'm the wind spirit and I do not want to join you. So you have to defeat them in battle before they'll come and join you. It's so fun. Everybody loves the gin battles. But the point of battling and collecting the gin is that they augment and or change the the abilities that your team is able to command. They give you additional abilities for your Psy Force, or the Psy Energy, Mm -hmm. it's called Psy Energy, not Psy Force. That does sound like a sick Dragon Force album though, (laughs) but that's not what it is. Uh, Anyways, the Psy Energy, they change the different uh, types of abilities that you're able to have, and in battle that comes into play in a big way. Because when you're using your djinn, so, so it's kinda of hard to describe, but essentially you can have djinn that are equipped or unequipped. Mm. And when you equip them to a character, they do get some additional powers but it also lowers that character's stats because the more freewheeling gin that you have, not, I guess equipped isn't the right word, they're like set to a character, yeah. but not equipped. Mm. So if you have them set to a character and then equip them in battle to get more skills, you are losing stats actively. So the more gin you equip, the weaker you are. So oh. it's this payoff of do I want to actually activate my gin and use bigger powers, but leave myself more open to attack? Or do I just sort of want to keep them on standby and remain stronger by extension? But there's an extra layer to that of if you equip a certain amount of gin, you get like what is essentially their ultimate attack. Of like, if you've only got one, maybe you only get like earthquake. Yeah. If you get two, Well, now you've got, like, galactic side splitter. And then if you've got three, Ragnarok! (laughs) And a galactic sword splits the earth in twain, and it's incredible. So the attacks that you can do with the djinn are incredibly fun. The animations are wildly inventive and creative. The music the music of golden sun jared i think about it even just the basic battle tune the basic battle tune to to golden sun is incredible <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is
0: making me... We talk about side soundtracks a lot. <laughs> it's, it's 10 out of 10. Everybody loves it. Golden Sun is the best Game Boy game they ever made. And I wish that the sequel that they eventually released for the SW- for the DS hadn't sucked. Ah. And I am just praying to every god available that they will just port it. I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking for a remaster. Just please port the games. One and two, because originally they were supposed to be one game, but the GBA wasn't powerful enough, so they had to split it into two. Golden Sun and Golden Sun, The Lost Age. Just put them both together. Smash them both together. Put it onto the Switch, Nintendo. That's all I want from you. That's it. That's all I want for Christmas. Please do it. (laughs) So Golden Sun is phenomenal. If you somehow still have access to a Game Boy game or an emulator, go emulate it. It is such a good game. You will have a blast, and you will not regret it. You'll be like, damn. They don't make games like this anymore. That's and true. they don't. So go play Golden Sun. <laughs> all <laughs> trash They're these all days. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, us talking about soundtracks so much this episode. We've talked about like each one. We've talked about, um, we've only talked about three. But each game we've talked about, we've mentioned how good their music is. It's making me miss our soundtrack episodes. We, we might gotta, have to like
0: we gotta circle back. To one we those. gotta do, one we, of those. Gotta do we, got a
1: we got a little scared. a
0: little about like about getting
1: it. some copyright things. But, but now I we don't. Th- but care. now we're old established <laughs> we YouTubers. Really Come at me YouTube. What, you <laughs> what, what are you
0: gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> but still, <laughs> we uh, don't make money off of YouTube anyways. It, what are they I gonna, gonna do to I'm us? I'm very <laughs> convinced
1: now that it very much falls under the like fair use oh, stuff. It does. we well, are absolutely using it. We're okay. Yeah. So yeah, we need to make a comeback to our his yeah, favorite we do. soundtracks episodes for stuff sure. like that but
0: yeah golden sun
1: i've heard you talk about a lot about yeah. that one i've never tried it so what's your
0: I, honorable I mention jared
1: it's my honorable mention i don't want to talk about it a lot because we it's one a series that we have talked about a lot it's a favorite for both of us but i did legitimately feel bad that it didn't make my list earlier than this
0: <laughs> hellblade
1: oh no but oh, damn damn
0: it jared damn it <laughs> It. Uh, Anyways, what was what, <laughs> shit? shit. Well, I was going to Life it?
1: is Strange, but man, oh, Hellblades good no, too. Let's talk about Life is Strange. Let's talk about life yeah. strange. Uh, again, if you've been a fan of the show for a while, you know that we love that series. Love we are still, strange. unfortunately, still behind on uh, playing True Colors. We're we getting, we'll get to it, get to it eventually. To it. We, we promise. promise. <laughs> uh, but the Life is Strange series, I had it got kicked off the list to make for Life. Last of Us, sorry.
0: And The Legend of Dragoon, uh, two absolute bangers.
1: Which, quick side note, it also happened while we were uh, on our hiatus, but the trailer for The Last of Us show oh. came out. Yes. It's so good. <laughs> like, it looked, I can't wait. It is, It like, they took so many, it looks like, I know Neil Druckmann is, like, creating it along with Craig Mazin, uh, who did uh, Chernobyl and, and everything, but, like, it is... Feels and looks like the game so much. It like I, I I know video game adaptations don't have a good track record, but oh my god, my fingers are crossed so fucking hard for this because it looks so good. All parts of it. So I just can't wait.
0: I definitely can't cannot match your energy on that, but again, happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who I'm, out there wants to I'm do a ha- last of
1: us recap <laughs> show with me? Because god damn it, I will He's do it. He's
0: gonna need someone else. <laughs> <laughs> What's it gonna air on? Uh HBO. Oh, I have HBO. All right. I'll watch it out of solidarity. Because I did like Chernobyl. Yeah. I did not realize that the person who directed.
1: Created it. I Wonder don't think he directed, creator? but at least okay. creator. He's doing I didn't this realize
0: show well. that one of the people that worked on Chernobyl was doing uh, The Last of Us. So he so. got a
1: real life apocalypse, and now he's doing a fake po- apocalypse. Yeah, a fake so, apocalypse. you know, a fake apocalypse. A fake so he'll lips. be good on that. <laughs> but no, we do have to talk about Life is Strange for a little bit. Um, just more so, not necessarily the beat by beat of the game itself, but more of its just like. It was one. It was one of those games that I uh, I'd been recommended to me by my friend Jordan uh, to multiple times for me to play it. And we taught I believe you had you hadn't played it at that point yet.
0: really. What the last one? La-
1: life is strange. Oh, Sorry. life is We're strange. We're back to life Sorry. Is strange. Sorry, gosh. Uh, but like w- before we played it, you hadn't played any of no, all. No, really. absolutely not. Okay, so it was new for both of us, and like.
0: I think this was when my PS4 was still new. Like I think I had not had the PS4 for long before we played Life is Strange. And I don't remember why both of us started playing it did I, we agree to it in advance
1: i don't remember because i know my friend jordan she had like really said like hey you need to play this game it's really good i think you'll like it and i was like all right cool i'll check it out eventually maybe you and told then me to play it maybe I, I don't remember maybe i don't remember the 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 surrounding the of it of how we both got onto it or not i think because maybe we saw it as a fun chance to do like an episode per episode of the game and stuff like that yeah. uh but it was just one that came out of left field and, and just hit in the fields. It just
0: hit us both. Like what a gut punch at every turn.
1: But it's but also so well done. So well. We're done. specifically talking about the first game. We if you we,
0: we we fucking hate the second game. Our, the second one was not our
1: favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but we still enjoy the series overall. Yes. Uh, and so, but this uh, but the first game was just such an incredible like the characters Max and Chloe and really everyone in the game that you yeah. interact with are just Wait,
0: who's s- your dopey straight boy? Uh ben? Warren? Warren, yes. Warren. He's the only uh, character that's disposable. Yeah, I did that's not true. <laughs> I didn't care at all about Warren. Gosh.
1: But I, I don't know. I think just in my head I just kind of assumed it was just like this coming of age story that you know of of max you know going to this art school and just kind of like growing into her own person and you know having some like life troubles along the way and just that's kind so, of more of what i thought it was going to be
0: yeah and then it turned out to be insane, insane. <laughs> an
1: incredible mystery filled with supernatural stuff happening uh crafted in a way that literally episode one ended and i was so glad the rest oh, of the game yeah. was already out at that point because i was like holy shit
0: yeah i think both of us got to the end of episode one or maybe the end of two
1: two and we were both like motherfucking yeah. shit
0: this game is getting or, real Yeah,
1: <laughs> episode two really cemented it for me yeah. but the end of episode one i was like what the fuck yeah. this is so good oh, and it just got better.
0: It just kept. End like, of episode
1: four. I remember episode four. It ended, and I I finished it. Got to the climax of that episode, and I was just like, I wasn't planning on it, but I guess I'm finishing the game right now yeah, because I had you to. Can't I stop. had to know how it ended.
0: I cannot imagine how anyone played that game before it was complete. Like when oh my it was God. actually releasing in episodes. It, it, is, it is the case, and it's both the example. Like I feel like Life is Strange is sort of the, the pillar of episodic gaming, Yeah, and it is also the best argument against it, yeah, I was about which to say, is incredibly uh, side note, funny. Though, we hate the we episodic hate gaming We hate episodic release. gaming. It was one of our biggest complaints about Life is Strange 2. We probably would have liked Life is Strange 2 better. it ruins the pacing, it ruins it. Well, all or nothing.
1: But then remember also too. I think that was like the weird release schedule they had. It was like over a year.
0: It was from long. episode one
1: being released to the to the final it episode was of months of, of Life is Strange. It two.
0: was months of waiting, so yeah. it was not good. It but was not as good. It's neither here nor there. The point is, even today, the first Life is Strange holds up. Phenomenally. I think they just maybe within the past year released a definitive edition. Oh, no,
1: it's about to come out, I think. Oh, is it not out yeah, yet? Yeah, I think it's about All to come right. out.
0: The definitive edition is just about to come out then for the Switch mm-hmm. and maybe the other consoles I think it's called well. like Arcadia Bay Edition yeah. or something like that. But so if you haven't gotten to play the... I know we've said this about every game we've talked about so far. <laughs> That's why they're on the ABCs, one of damn the it. the best games <laughs> actually ever made. Please play Life is Strange.
1: But it's also interesting because I don't know if I could go back and play it.
0: No, well, I think I could replay it. I could replay and maybe it. Maybe try different decisions.
1: But I still think I would be, yeah. It, it, maybe.
0: The way that it hits the first time is just different. Can't be It replicated. hits different. Yeah. yeah so don't look up any spoilers. Go into it as blind as you can. Don't listen to our review episode right. until after you've played the game yourself. And then go back and be like, yeah, the shoot's amazing. It was. So what a 10 out of 10 game. So, Everybody Q, loves Life it. is Strange. Yeah,
1: (laughs) but now let's wrap up this edition with your letter R.
0: Mine's gonna be really short, and I kind of just want to talk about it with you because we—I have said from the beginning this is not just about games that we love; it's about games that we do not get to talk about much. Right. And I haven't talked about really kind of any games on this list yet that I fucking hate. And And this is it. R is the one. (laughs) Do you know what it is? You fucking hate it.
1: Um, you do. Oh. Rage 2.
0: Rage 2. That
1: fucking game. I
0: just wanted to give a quick, I have almost <laughs> nothing to say about it other than what an incredibly bad, oh. bland, boring game.
1: That was bad.
0: It is so funny because Rage 2, like, bills itself as, like, this wild adventure, and look at all of our crazy enemies with their blue mohawks and their <laughs> pink face paint. And def- and like mutations. Living out in the wilds of the yeah. desert and it's going to be wild and crazy and rage. And then it is the most boring game it I think so I've ever played. I'm so glad you it talked about this. It is so Bad. Then the reason that I remember the game fondly is because on the video review that we did of Rage 2, one of the only comments on that video is, I am here to listen to you shit on Rage 2. And I'm like, yes, this guy gets it. They
1: know what they're here for.
0: Somebody knows what they're here for. So yeah, Rage 2 sucks. It was
1: such (laughs) a. I don't even really remember what about it made us be like, let's play it and review it. I think it just looked fun.
0: It looked fun because the marketing for it was great. But the game itself. Like
1: the combat itself with all the different like uh, supernatural abilities you use or not supernatural but just like
0: augmented sorry, I'm, I'm we'll just call them hiccups you know,
1: for a second there goodness. uh yeah like augments and stuff like that like i know you could like you know throw use like a kinetic power to like throw things you know move really fast do all this other stuff I've had these crazy like boomerang bladed boomerang yeah, there's all kinds of like
0: weird weapons and yeah. stuff
1: but no that was none of it worked that was like the legit legitimately i think like the the worst game i've ever played
0: i think it's it's easily the worst game i've ever played and reviewed on i this had show. more
1: fun playing cyberpunk full of bugs on its launch than i did playing the whole entirety of rage 2 did
0: you finish rage 2 yeah oh my god i absolutely did not you know how i figured I think out I like i could finish like it, it? <laughs> <The> third mission
1: <laughs> because the whole thing about rage 2 when i figured out this is a garbage fire of a game is when you have the first few missions and you're like this is i don't i will admit i was into it but then you get to this part where there are basically these three people you have to go meet out in the wastelands. I
0: made it that far. And I think I made it to the first guy.
1: Okay. So you basically then, you, you go meet these three people. And they're like, all right, cool. Here's what I need you to do uh, to be able to get, gather up enough strength to go beat the big bad of this, of this game. Uh, I'm going to need you to go do uh, th- some stuff out in my lands. Like take care of some things, do these, these missions and stuff for me. Those missions... Are just the fucking side quests that you do anyway, where you basically like then build up enough like uh clout, clout? <laughs> basically to be like, we're ready to go fight the big bad guy. I did that where I like filled up the meter of acceptable oh power. Oh my god, in the, I forgot there those was a meter for each person, and then they're basically like, cool, we're ready to go fight the bad guy now. I'm like, what? Oh That's it's so stupid. It, w-
0: it, it like it the was. The story was so weak. That like, was, was literally the story. Was weak. The look was weak. The story was weak. Oh. Everything about that game was just bland. Is the best word I can think of. It for was it. bad. It was so bland. It was
1: bad. I'm glad oh you God. gave us a chance yeah. for us to rant about Rage because two the again. two
0: good games that I was going to talk about instead were either going to be Rhyme, which Ooh, I love, good game. If you haven't played Rhyme and you are in a mood to cry.
1: We do have a full review of yeah, Rhyme. Go play that. Morgan one. gave us a full review yeah,
0: of Rhyme. That was a long time ago. Or I was going to talk about Return of the Obra Dinn.
1: Ah, both
0: incredible, creative, fun, emotional games that Rage Two could not, in its wildest dreams, live up to.
1: And like every enemy was just a bullet sponge. Like they bosses were, were just yeah, bullet sponges. They like had I was just like nothing going, what going for What is them? this game?
0: Oh, it was awful.
1: Ah, uh, it was <sighs> bad. And I've heard people like say. You know, I'm not. I'm not yucking anybody's yuck. I am, like people
0: that like Rage Two are like, bad and
1: stupid. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was gonna be a little more diplomatic no. and say that I've seen people be They're like, wrong. man, Rage Two, what a fun game, and I just had to be like, no, and just
0: scroll on by. They, but I, like I'm on Twitter every day looking. I'm looking for people that are de- looking for a fight. A fight. Rage Two apologists so bad. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Rage Two is garbage, and that's my R game. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: No. No. I, I have to agree R? with that.
0: Uh, I'm going to take it a little bit. I'm not going to talk about a game that I hate. But uh, <laughs> you um, should instead, think about that for the home stretch.
1: <laughs> instead, uh, I do want to talk about a game that was a little bit of a slow burn, but now post completion of it, it's one that I look ap- back upon very fondly, mm. but not necessarily for. It's not like any one specific reason, really. It just all kind of like came together, and at the end of it, I was like, "Damn, that was really good."
0: It's an R game. You're gonna Wait, kick
1: yourself when you know. What I,
0: I think tell you. it's Resident Evil Six.
1: Oh no, it's not Resident oh,
0: Evil. Oh, and it's an R. Mm-hmm. Is it a is it a bullshit R that you did like a weird drama? No. Okay, just checking. in
1: fact, it's like the best R I could do.
0: Rory and the Rind Roarest. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm gonna make one of those stick. Um. One more guess. Oh, and it's one that you... Th- so it definitely isn't an Assassin's Creed. No. I don't know why, but I was thinking it must be... Um, There's Origin. Assassin's Creed revelation, revel- Revelations. Oh, no, not that. Oh,
1: Assassin's Creed Origins is good, but no, yeah, that's not. Yeah, well. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, didn't whoa, mean to whoa, touch whoa feet with you. Gross. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um... I can't think of anything. It's rootin', tootin', cowboy shooting, oh, also known as Red Dead, Red Red Dead
1: Redemption, Redemption 2. Two.
0: Of course, okay. Yeah. Re- technically, that Red Dead sense. Redemption
1: could be on this list as well. Uh, yeah, uh, but Red Dead Redemption Two uh, was just kind of a game that it was very excited about because I love the first game and just obviously talking about and like seeing the advancements they'd made from Red Dead One to Red Dead Two graphically and like you know in terms of like this the, its design and everything. I was just like damn, this looks like it's going to be impressive and be a really good time. But then it was getting into it. And specifically for me, again, talking about soundtracks, I honestly think that's what makes it post-game, that's what makes it stick. Like, it's things about it that, like, yes, the game itself was very, very fun as you're playing as Arthur Morgan, outlaw at large, part of the Dutch Vandalin gang. Uh, And, you know, getting to see, it's a prequel to, the original Red Dead Redemption. So it was very cool to kind of get to see all this, what happened before? And, you know, you get to, like, go explore the American West as Arthur Morgan and, like, you know, fighting bad guys. His moral dilemmas that were so very well written out in this game. um, I think if it's one that, like, if you ever felt like taking on the challenge and just, like, kind of blown through the story or at least, like, maybe watching, like, a YouTube recap of the story moments and stuff like that, I think that would be well worth it Mm -hmm. because, like, just how, you know... The first the first game did this well too with John Marston as your main character, where it just really explores them being like, I'm doing this because it's what I have to, but I also feel like I should there's some I should be doing more for myself. Mm-hmm. Like there's something greater out there than this purpose of life that I've just kind of fallen into out of necessity. Gotcha. And like struggling, especially in Red Dead 2, with Arthur like struggling with this this outlaw life and like Here's Dutch saying, like, we're just trying to be better and, you know, trying to make a, a better place for their community, their family that they have in this gang. But then it's seeing, like, well, but what Dutch is doing is not lining up with getting us yeah. a better time. In fact, we're getting killed or we're getting hurt or, we're, being like, a bunch we're of we're just meanies. constantly on the run. <laughs> like, this doesn't feel like what we should be doing. With yeah. our, you know, there's there's got to be something else out there, basically. And that's just kind of what, like, get, puts this general...
0: That conflict you know, this, of ideologies. This conflict
1: of ideologies in the game. Plus also then adding that the game itself has that where you can choose to be a good person, you know, that karma system where it's like you can be either very honorable or dishonorable. And so, you know, but, you know, all of that was very interesting to see play out in the story. But then just the, the moments of the game, just, yeah, just like these random, interactions you would come across like somebody rides up upon you on a road and then suddenly you're being ambushed or it just like is this weird side quest things but then how think like you could shoot have a shootout with somebody and come back to that spot days months later in game time and the bodies are still there but decomposing like weird things like that like like just like those little touches that's a good touch that just made the world feel so alive excellent and so when I say like the music and everything really is what tied that together because it is constant, just like throughout there's these musical cues and notes and things like that. It's obviously even more during the cinematics and, and uh, story modes, missions of the game and everything like that. But listening to it after, cause that's kind of like my thing that I do is I play the game. Then I listen to the soundtrack and just like, I was surprised how many moments, especially even like the slower, more tranquil songs just immediately brought back this, these memories of just like either slowly walking through, just like you know, riding my horse through these in- incredible vistas and views of the American West, you know, at its you know undeveloped, raw state that it was back then, yeah. and just like you know, seeing the sunrises come over the mountains, or you know, late at night seeing the animals like running across the the plains and stuff like that, and just. I don't know. Like just something about that, like really tapped into I mean, the sense of Americana in a way. Contrast- that like current day, like fuck America, but like, you know what I mean? It's just like it just tapped into not yeah. like Americana, like, oh, America, the country, but just like <laughs> of that like that like time and, and yeah. I don't know. Just something about which isn't even really a time period that I feel like I identify with in any way. But like that was just still a really it was a really well-crafted look into that time of life, and it was just, I don't know, it just it just hit on all cylinders. It just hit right. It just yeah. hit right. And so, like, I have to say, I mean, there's a ton more I could say about the game itself, but for sake of time, I won't. It's just, it, it was just an incredible time. It took a long time to beat. It's not a short game in any it means, and depending on how much time you put into it, uh, and doing all the... Hundreds,
0: hundreds of Hundreds side of quests. side quests,
1: or <laughs> small side activities that you could do, like, you could spend a very good amount of time in and people and have it has
0: that online mode
1: <laughs> it does which is not very I, good <laughs>
0: I, I heard that it wasn't good but yeah it y- was not near as well there. received as
1: like uh grand theft auto fives online and stuff like that like with that but anyway it just i don't know i still listen to the to the soundtrack and like the and everything and i'll put it on and there are just some like just tracks that i'm just sitting there i was like damn just getting like lost thinking about the game yeah. and for that i had to put it as my r Understand my ABC's of video games good choice so Thank you, thank you, thank you. So to round it out and recap for this episode, R P was Pyre and
0: Professor Layton,
1: and then for Q I had Life Strange
0: and I had Golden Sun. Golden Sun. There it is. You can see how it keeps just slipping I, right Redan out. If we're so much, why is it just? It just slides just in and out. straight out. Golden Sun.
1: And uh, then Red Dead Redemption Two. And
0: Rage too. <laughs> there we
1: go, man. That was what an a good one.
0: eclectic mix! It was an
1: eclectic <laughs> mix, but yeah, as always, we would love to hear what games are rounding out your, your ABCs. Of video games. Yeah, I would love to know some cues. Oh I mean, boy. I guess it's just Quake. No, the only game that play. I could
0: think of was that Quantum Break game. Do you remember uh, that? yeah Supposedly, it was a great game. That's a, Lance Reddick's in that
1: game. Maybe we should play it. Oh my God, maybe we should. I'm pretty sure he's in it. Like 98. Oh my sure gosh!
0: And I know that famous guy that isn't Chris Pine, but he looks like Chris Pine. Pine my, in my brain is in it. He's the main guy. Couldn't tell you what his name is. Oh, I know
1: who you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah.
0: You can picture his face. I can picture you're his like, face. You're like that guy.
1: Yeah. But like, oh, I don't think he looks like Chris no. Pine. I'm i I sure. always thought he kind of looks like Dominic Monaghan, honestly.
0: Oh, interesting. A little bit. Anyways, the point is, if there. you've actually, if you've got a cue <laughs> that isn't Quake, I'll accept any other game.
1: <laughs> but if you've got a queue and you want us to give an A, we can give an A to your queue So ask us questions too. But you can email us. Wow, smooth. I like how I did that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: you know, send
1: us your list. Send us your questions. All that good stuff is great because uh, we'd love to hear from you and hear about what games top your favorites. Join of all our Discord. List. Join our Discord. We'd love to talk about it with you there. But I think that wraps up this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And don't forget, Extra Life, November 5th, 2022. We are going to be kicking off with a great time of games smasher pass ranking of these yes. characters and lots of other good stuff along the way so you're going to want to come check it out with hang out and help us raise money to help kids so it's been a great time every yeah. time we've been able to do it and we're hoping that this year will also be another banger year of extra Absolutely. life so but until next time everybody I'm one of your hosts Jarrett Wilson joined by Rachel Mogan Adios. we will see you all next time